What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go, people. It is now a uh, Tuesday. It is December the 10th. This time is flying by as TikTok, TikTok. The minutes. That's right. The hours going away. For the year 2019. And yet in another year, Giant fans get to wallow in their own misery. Although, last night, one Elijah Manning seemed to roll back the clock a little bit there and give what Giant fans have been hoping for for a long time. And that is the possibility of a victory. Did it happen? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, and it happened in the most amazing of New York Giant ways on how they did it. We'll get to that. Uh, do want to say good morning, though. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line here. You're in the grid, sportsgrid.com. And want to thank you very much for spending some time with us here this morning as we look to get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports and sports betting. And, of course, Monday night football pitted whatever that is that you want to describe in the NFC East, which is usually I often throw up in my mouth a little bit every time I talk about the NFC East. And that's pretty much what we saw on the field last night. And I'm sure those of you that have been following along, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. The Philadelphia Eagles somehow trying to play for a NFC East championship. That's right. And an automatic entry into the playoffs uh, because that's the only way any team from the NFC East is going to be getting into the postseason is by winning the division. And of course it's going to come down in a couple of weeks to when Philadelphia now takes on Dallas, the winner of that game in all likelihood will be moving on to the playoffs and win the NFC East. Although that is not saying much. The question is, will they have a, least a 500 record or will they somebody be seven and nine and enter the playoffs in that way just terrible any which way you cut it because the nfc has some quality teams there is an all likelihood when you look at teams like the rams the vikings and of course the chicago bears even 
These are going to be nine and 10 win teams that in all likelihood, a couple of them are not going to make the playoffs. Why? Because you got like a seven or eight win team in the NFC East coming out, going to make the playoffs. But before we get there, there was some football to play last night. And I got to tell you, the Philadelphia fan base and the Eagles in the uh, in the first half of that game, if there were ever going to be a mutiny, it was going to happen uh, last night in that first half as we got to see Eli Manning for the first time since week two, three, maybe, uh, of the NFL season. It's been forever, but with Daniel Jones nursing an ankle in a boot and the New York Giants organization saying in all likelihood he's going to be out two to four weeks, which is code for, yeah, we're not bringing him back here this year. And after we watched last night, who can blame him? But at least for the first half, one half, Giant fans had so much to be excited about last night. So much opportunity to be able to see Eli under center again. And kind of flashes of the old Eli, the gunslinger Eli, to be able to throw the ball downfield, complete passes. How the New York Giants went into halftime with a 17-3 lead. Like, you got to be kidding me. 17 to 3. Eli was tossing the ball all over the yard. He was quick. He was efficient. He got the ball into the hands of his playmakers and they made plays. Vintage Eli Manning. Especially what he had going with Darius Slayton last night, being able to burn a atrocious Philadelphia Eagles secondary. And Eli, not the strongest arm, I uh, I think we can all agree, but certainly strong enough to be able to get the ball out of his hands and into the hands of his receivers, which he did last night in the first half. Then the second half came out. Ouch. A little more vintage New York Giant football in the second half as they proceeded to punt the first five times they got the ball and proceeded to get shut out in the second half of that football game. And, of course, Philadelphia... And Carson Wentz had just enough left in the tank to be able to tie this game, send it to overtime, take the opening kickoff, and then simply march down the field for 75 yards. Zach Ertz, game-winning touchdown in overtime, game over, 23-17. The Philadelphia Eagles end up winning that game and setting up for a big matchup coming up a couple of weeks against the Dallas Cowboys. But what did we learn in this game? Well, we learned that Pat Shermer is absolutely atrocious and needs to go away as soon as possible. The play calling in the first half compared to the second half was a bit mind-blowing due to the fact that they're a 10-win, they're a two-win team, and they went conservative in the second half. After having Eli throw the ball all over the yard in the first half, they went real conservative in the second half. And, oh, yeah, Nate Soldier, he can't, he can't block anybody. Yeah, well, I'll have more in this game. I'll let you hear what could be the final highlights of Eli Manning's career. I'll let you hear those. We'll do that coming up next year on the morning line, sportsgrid.com. Good morning. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chuck Barrett is going here on a Tuesday, the night after a Catholic lap for the Giants. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles, who, quite honestly, a loss last night would have been absolutely devastating to them, but a much-needed win. They got it. However, like we say, good teams win. Well, great teams cover. And in this case, the New York Giants, they are the great team. Eli Manning back under center last night and got the job done. Although they didn't win, Giant fans, you have to take into consideration, they also did not hurt their draft capability, meaning they still got Chase Young in their sights. They still have the best defensive player in college Available to them now as the number two pick in the draft if they continue to do exactly what they did last night, which was absolutely throw up all over themselves. However, there was some exciting moments for Giant fans last night. And if you back the Giants, as I got laughed at yesterday for saying, uh, give me Elijah Manning and the points. Well, I threw up a little also trying to even consider betting that game, but. I powered through and I cashed the ticket, sick to my stomach, but I did. And I did it because of Elijah Manning. Take a listen. Third down and 13. A little bit of pressure. They pick it up. Quick strike. And then keeping his balance is Slayton. And he takes it in. How's that feel, Eli Manning? See what Eli comes up with here. Downfield wide open. He's got him again. To Slayton. Score it. My oh my, what a rebirth we have tonight with Eli Manning. Straight ahead and in. Boston Scott with a two yard touchdown. Third and goal. Pressure to the end zone. He catches it to Zach Ertz. Wentz to the end zone. How many of you had Boston Scott in your starting lineups last night? Huh, you DFS fantasy guys? How many of you? Anybody? Any? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. This was uh, one of the most unbelievable situations we have seen, given the fact that Philadelphia Eagles were dropping like flies throughout the game. Uh, they did not have. Uh, they only started the game and dressed three wide receivers. Two of them ended up going out. So then you had to have practice players who were uh, called up there and dressed uh, for the game, uh, including guys like, you know, Boston Scott uh, to play in this game. Zach Ertz had to line up in uh, the wide receiver positions because, quite honestly, they didn't have anybody left 
after Alshon Jeffrey uh, went out, Whiteside went out. They they had nobody. Uh, they had really absolutely nobody to throw the ball to. One of the most unbelievable beat up winning performances that we have seen of any team. But the Eagles, more importantly, and Carson Wentz, more importantly, when they needed to get the job done, he got the job done. 20 unanswered points in the second half to take it into overtime and win it. As you heard, completely uncovered, Zach Ertz with under two minutes left to go in the game, tied it. And then, of course, on the opening drive, again, pretty much uncovered in the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of the New York Giants season. So, unfortunately, the Giants lost. Fortunately, those of you that backed the Giants, they covered. And, of course, fortunately for Giant fans around the world, you are still in the hunt for Chase Young, Ohio State's. Uh, defensive phenom who, quite honestly, will be able to get to the quarterback, unlike anybody on this roster of the New York Giants. You still suck. You'll still have the number two pick. And seeing how it is, you don't need a quarterback. At least I don't think you need a quarterback. Uh, you, uh, you're you in pretty good shape here. So don't do anything crazy there, Elijah. Thank you very much for covering in the first half. Also, Giants, first half, getting six and a half points covered. Took a 17-3 lead in a halftime. Um, thank you very much for those primetime first half unders. Uh, appreciate that. Also, thank you for the primetime full game under, which we've been telling you about now as one of the most profitable bets all season long in the NFL. Yeah, the, the teams, especially when you get two crap teams like we had last night. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They weren't going to score an awful lot of points. A lot of punts, though. Awful lot of punts last night, which was good. And we did get to hear one last time for uh, Eli at the podium after the game. Must have felt good to have to answer questions as a starting quarterback there, something he did for uh, years and years and years. But uh, here's what he had to say about his uh, his performance and uh, on uh, playing again in the NFL. Go in and, um, and win a football game. So uh, played a lot of football games and, and uh, you know, know the offense and know what I'm supposed to do. And, um, you know, made some good throws and, and you know, uh, didn't make some plays that, that I needed to. Yeah, come on, Giant fans. You're going to miss that voice, aren't you? You're going to miss that. Be realistic. And can I tell you, they were whooping it up up in the, uh, up in the press box there, up in the owner's suite. It looked like the whole Manning family. Uh, and every ancestor was up there partying. Uh, looked like Peyton was in there. The old man was in there. They were having a good time uh, in the first half. And then, yeah, the, the, the second half happened. It wasn't very good after that. But they did party up, cracked a little champagne over there. Eli showed he still had it. And let's face it, this is an audition of sorts. If Eli wants to continue playing, in all likelihood, it ain't going to be with the New York Giants next year. So if he does want to uh, to play, teams will take note here. And quite honestly, he was very efficient in the first half. The problem is in the second half, the offensive line couldn't block. Uh, all they kept doing was punting the ball. They couldn't get any third down conversions. And they simply just sat there and watched as uh, pretty much the Eagles had their way in the second half. And the Eagles did it without anybody you've heard of because almost all of their starters, including Lane Johnson, in fact, were out in the game. Everybody hurt. One wide receiver and a bunch of tight ends that had to line up as wide receivers. And the giant defense still couldn't cover them. And by the way, that uh, 15 of 30, 203, two touchdowns for Eli Manning. The loss, however, now drops Eli Manning to under 500 for his career. He is now as a starter, 116 and 117, 116 losses, 107. I'm sorry, <laughs> yellow air. That would have actually given him above 500. We don't want to do that. 116 wins, 117 losses. Uh, this kid, uh, Slayton, too, is going to be a beast, guys. 154 yards, two touchdowns, five catches for the Giants. He is going to be the real deal. But again, the story of the game is that the Giants managed just one first down in the second half, 0-6 on third downs in that second half. And uh, they, if it's even possible, they went more conservative than we've ever seen them do it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why if Pat Shermer is again the head coach next year, 
Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. But it could have been worse. You could have had a worse day. You could have been a uh, New England Patriot uh, videographer that was caught at a Cincinnati Bengals game over the weekend taping. What a shock. Videotaping uh, what was going on in the uh, Bengals game. And this is uh, absolutely surprising to nobody from what I understand when this story broke yesterday. Uh, people were kind of pointing the fingers at each other going, wasn't me. I didn't know. I had no idea. But uh, the long and short of it is that the Patriots had sent a documentary crew to the Bengals game last week in order to tape a series that they are doing. And they did notify, by the way, the Bengals that they'd be sending a documentary documentary crew to uh, to film what they do as. Uh, it's a do your job segment that they do. It it kind of they were talking and looking and documenting what advanced scouts do for the Patriot. And of course, they uh, when the game is being played on Sunday, the scouts go to the next team's game. Uh, got really weird once they did get there. We'll tell you exactly what the Patriot said, what the NFL's going to do. Break that down for you. Coming up next here on the morning line. Get on the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So it might be time to find us on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe. It is the Sports Grid Network. All the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time can be found on YouTube at the Sports Grid Network. Subscribe today and also check us out on Instagram at SportsGridTV. And it might just be time to put your money where your mouth is and take a shot right about now. Open yourself up a sports wagering account. Do so with FanDuel. It is New Jersey's largest sports book. 
You can go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Receive a free bet right now of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet, $500 right now when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering. Whether it be college or pro sports, guys, you are in control by heading over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open that new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And want to welcome you guys in here to the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line. As we get you caught up with all the uh, headlines and everything that happened overnight, in the world of sports, including the Eagles beating the Giants 23-17 in overtime, rallying in the fourth quarter, rallying in the second half on Monday Night Football to finish week 14. The Eagles, however, did not cover as they were a nine-point home favorite for the closing line, but it did still stay under the total of 45, even though we went into overtime. Didn't make a darn bit of difference there. So all in all, week 14 of the NFL. The numbers are tallied. Favorites, pretty big week, 12 and 4 straight up in week 14. However, favorites only 8, 7, and 1 against the number. And for the year, underdogs still continue to dominate. 110, 91, and 6 against the spread. That is a 55% return on the season. Road teams this week, 10, 5, and 1 against the number. They too have been dominant in the NFL this season. 112, 85, and 6 against the spread. That is 57%. Road teams continue to be a very profitable investment in the NFL. The over-unders split 8-8 eight and eight for the week. Unders continue to lead for the year, although not by much. 106, 102, that is good for 51.5% on the year. We did have a whole bunch of NBA games last night as well. Underdogs six and two against the number. Pistons, Pelicans uh, closed as a pick'em. However, there were big upsets, and I can't even believe saying big upsets, but there were upsets. Clippers were actually underdogs because of a little load management they had going on last night. No Kawhi Leonard didn't matter. They were still able to take down the Indiana Pacers at home. They were plus one twenty-five. How about the Sacramento Kings going into Houston and upending? The Beard and Russell Westbrook uh, on their own home court there. The Kings were plus 600. That was crazy. A game-winning three is what did it in for the uh, for the Houston uh, Rockets there as Sacramento takes them down. The Oklahoma City Thunder also visiting the Utah Jazz. They were nine-and-a-half-point underdogs there. Nine-and-a-half points is what uh, Utah was laying. Uh, the Thunder were plus 300. Well, and and they took it. They took it, no problem. And, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies, somehow or another, the Warriors are still being favorited. I don't know why, but they were favorited at home, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Plus 135 is what you had uh, there as the Grizzlies took down the Golden State Warriors. Unders were 7-2 and two on the night, and we do have, of course, another slate of games happening here. A lot of college hoops, a lot of... Uh, an abbreviated slate in the NBA, but certainly college basketball will be on everyone's nine. The Jimmy V Classic getting ready to tip off. And, of course, we'll be getting ready for Thursday night football as well as the New York Jets. Oof. How about that for back-to-back primetime games, huh? The New York Jets taking on the Baltimore Ravens. That is coming up here on a Thursday night. Early line indicates that the Jets, 15-and-a-half-point underdogs. Will it stay there? Will it not? We'll check in on that. But there is, of course, some news yesterday about Lamar Jackson and that he is uh, maybe suffering from a bit of a quad issue. He has taken a number of hits here this year. However, he continues to make a lot of plays with his arms. He continues to make a lot of plays with his legs. So it's really no surprise that he finally ends up after week 14 on the injury report, I would hope so. He was limited, at least yesterday, uh, in that workout that they had getting ready for the Jets here on Thursday night, short week. Uh, the Ravens are saying it is a quad injury. He didn't take any reps during the portion of the practice that was open to the media. 
But does anybody really think that's going to prevent him from playing against the Jets? I doubt it very much, but doesn't sound like it's anything serious. However, it does certainly sound like it is something worth monitoring, seeing how the Jets are the number two ranked defense against the run in the NFL and seeing how Lamar and company love to run the ball. There is a good chance he's going to take a few more hits in this game against the Jets on Thursday night. And if his mobility is impacted, this will be very interesting. He's already rushed for over a thousand yards on the season. And we know how defenses and defensive coordinators are pulling out their hair every time they have to go up against him. But if he's limited, we've seen what that does to guys like Patrick Mahomes, too, who I think we can all agree because of that ankle injury early on in the season, then the knee, his mobility was limited and did not look like the same quarterback, nor did it look like the same offense. However, pretty good defense that they got going on in Baltimore as well. So should be worth, it's at least worth monitoring at this particular point to see what happens because it is a short week. Now we told you uh, the Patriots, After the story broke yesterday that the NFL was investigating the Patriots for sending a film crew to Cleveland to film the Cincinnati Bengals, who were up next against the uh, New England Patriots. Now, the Patriots uh, eventually did come out late yesterday when Bill Belichick was asked at the press conference yesterday uh, for New England if he knew he he knew nothing about any film crew. I didn't send anybody there. I have no idea what you're talking about. But it turns out that the Patriots uh, did, in fact, send a film crew, admitted that they sent a documentary film crew to the game. They have a series called uh, Do Your Job that they post on their website. And what it does is it follows different people through the organization, documents how certain people do their jobs within the New England Patriots organization. And they do have. Pro scouts, they were profiling, uh, you know, what the pro scouts, the advanced scouts do while and their job is pretty much to wherever the next team that they're playing is playing that week. That's where they go to check it out. So it's not an uncommon situation. What is uncommon, however, is the fact that while they admit they sent the crew they say it was just a uh, un- it was an accident that they were just unaware that they weren't allowed to film the Cincinnati Bengals while being there. They didn't ask permission to film the Bengals. They simply asked permission to be at the game. And I guess what happened was a uh, a Bengals employee had noticed this camera crew and their cameras on the sideline were fixated on the Cincinnati Bengals sideline there for the entire first quarter. In fact, that was what was on the monitor. They had the camera crew wasn't really following a scout. They were filming the entire sideline plus the the signals and everything else the Cincinnati Bengals were doing. And when the, uh, when I guess uh, one of the Cincinnati employees, Bengals alerted security. Security went over to him and said, you know, who are you? They they identified themselves as uh, an employee of the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. And they could see on the monitor that the Bengals coaches and staff were the ones on the camera. That was what they were seeing. It's also being confirmed, or at least it's being said that the camera crew had just said, you know what, we'll go ahead and uh, let's just erase what we've got here. And, you know, bygones be, let's just forget like, like this never happened. Unfortunately, it didn't go down like that. And while the Bengals, uh, while the Patriots uh, certainly say, listen, we, uh, we apologize. It's not what uh, they just, they were unaware that they weren't allowed to be able to record that, but it was all unintentional. It was all innocent. And of course, That is not what many people believe as the conspiracy theories uh, are running rampant today. You will hear many of them and there's no word yet from the NFL. What, if anything, they're going to do in order to be able to uh, to punish New England. It's not like they don't have a history of doing this kind of thing. Uh, It's something people have been screaming about all the time. The NFL, the Bengals uh, also were asked yesterday about this. Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach, says. As far as he knows, the NFL is, in fact, investigating it. But again, we don't know who what. 
uh, Spygate being broken, uh, you know, being brought up all over the place here. It's, you know, that was when the bank, uh, when the uh, New England Patriots were first caught taping the New York Jets. That was back in 2007. They were docked a first round draft pick. Uh, I don't see, uh, listen, the, the Patriots, do you really need to film the Cincinnati Bengals in order to beat them? I doubt it very much. I mean, it all very much could have been completely innocent, but given the track record of Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, I don't know that anybody is going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And of course, that is going to raise a few eyebrows. And it really, whether there was anything malicious behind it or not, is pretty much not the point. It's just the simple fact that the NFL, the optics of it, now the NFL has to address it as opposed to trying to get it swept under the rug. Now, all week long, this is going to be the Patriots are cheaters storyline. Here we go again. But this is pretty much when they just say it's us against the world, and then they run over everyone from here through February. Here we go again. All right, more on what's coming up here tonight. We'll tackle some of these upcoming lines next on The Morning Line. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome in here now on this uh, Tuesday, December the 10th. Week 14 in the books in the NFL, getting ready for the start of week 15. Just 48 hours away, New York Jets taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Keep an eye on those, uh, keep an eye on the total, guys, for these primetime games. Uh, We told you again last night, the total opened up at 47. Uh, Wind, we've talked about this in the past, too, how wind always comes uh, comes into play. 
and how it's something definitely that people need to keep an eye on. Uh, Double-digit wins, sustained double-digit wins this time of year, especially in the Northeast. Uh, It's tough. It's tough to throw the ball, and unders have proven to be extremely profitable over that time. And wind speeds last night, anywhere between 13 to 15 mile per hour at Lincoln Financial Fields. That makes now games of at least 10 mile per hour winds or more. The under, 8-2 and two on the season, 80% this season, 184 and 121, 60% since 2003. And primetime unders now, once again, with that number hitting only 40 and even taking it in overtime and the under still cashed, 27-16 and 16 on the season. That is good for 63%. And we told you, of course, the first half under was also very profitable last night, like it continues to be on these primetime games. Uh, They took a 17-3 lead into halftime, that being the New York Giants. Unfortunately, that first half number, 22.5 or 23, wasn't enough because that's how inept Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles were in the first half of that game. But ultimately, it didn't matter. They came back, scored 20 unanswered in the second half in overtime to win the game. 23-217. Now, of course, all eyes will be on the Dallas Cowboys this week who will be taking on the uh, the L.A. Rams. The schedule, no doubt, for the Cowboys, a little more daunting here for the final three weeks of the season than what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to have to go through. But the Eagles could ill afford to lose that game last night against a two-win giant team, so they took care of business. As ugly as it was, they took care of business. Now the Rams, one of the hottest teams now in the NFL all of a sudden, As uh, Jared Goff and company, very healthy for the first time, it appears. All the offensive weapons clicking, defense rolling. They are 8-5, and and they'll be traveling to Arlington to take on the Cowboys uh, this weekend. So there are uh, plenty of games in Week 15 here, and I know it's starting in a couple of days, but uh, Mitchell Trubisky... You've got the, an NFC Divisional North matchup right now with Trubisky getting ready. I mean, the Bears started the season three and one, right? Then they dropped four straight. Most people left them for dead. They uh, they had a three and five record. And give Trubisky and uh, Matt Nagy and company credit here. They've turned things around and they have bounced back. They've now won three in a row, four of their last five. And the most recent win, of course, against those Dallas Cowboys, 31-24. to They were a three-point home dog last Thursday night. Now, they're plus 11 in point differential. They're averaging close to 19 points a game on offense, which is still putrid. But they're only allowing 17 points on defense, which, again, is stellar. And that defense is certainly Super Bowl worthy. It's just a matter of whether the offense was going to be able to catch up with the defense. You've got the Packers uh, leading that division right now. They're tied for the second-best record in the NFL, and they're riding a two-game winning streak. And, of course, they defeated the Redskins barely, uh, 20-15. to It wasn't pretty at Lambeau, but they did. They didn't cover. They were 13-point favorites in that game, did not cover. But the Packers are plus 39 in point differential. They're averaging about 24 points per game, while the defense giving up about 21. So it's going to be some very interesting uh, matchups here, especially when you look at Green Bay opening up as a five-point favorite against uh, uh, those Chicago Bears. Some books actually even opened up minus seven that I've seen in some of the markets here around the country. Uh, a lot of people, especially the big money bettors, immediately opened up and just started hammering Chicago, getting the points, uh, driving this down to about four and a half. And, of course, when you consider what the road dogs, road divisional dogs have done this year, you've got to look at this Green Bay-Chicago game, and you've got to go, hmm, there's, uh, there's a reason why. Books opened up at seven. It's been bet down to four and a half. And the money's rolling in on Chicago, not Green Bay. Chicago getting the points here. And the Bears... Road divisional dogs, we've told you this year, 22 and 15 against the number, closed uh, good for 59%. It's been a very profitable backing. Uh, short road dogs, anything at uh, plus six or less, also extremely profitable, 58% on the year. Considering the fact that you've got a pretty low total in this game as well, the total is 41. 
And we told you, you've got a Chicago Bears defense only giving up about 17 points a game. And you've got a Green Bay defense averaging about 21 points a game that they are giving up. This is going to be an interesting battle, considering also the weather. It's correct, the weather. Temperatures in the 10 to 15 degree range there at Lambeau Field for this game. Also, winds. That's right, winds. They're saying anywhere between 8 to 10 mile per hour winds sustained. So it's going to be a little bit breezy. Keep an eye on the weather in this matchup. The under is 8 and 5 in the Bears games this season, 7 and 6 in the Packers this season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this line. Will there be some buyback on the Green Bay Packers? That 4.5 number is just no man's land at this point. Anywhere between, you know, 4.5, 5.5. The books don't know, Uh, but there's a good chance this is going to be a knockdown. This is going to be a street fight here. I don't necessarily believe we're going to see an awful lot of points. I do believe we will probably see this number total get down into the 30s, the high 30s, 39, 38 and a half. I got to believe there's not going to be a whole lot of money coming the way to the over opening up at 41 right now. It is holding steady. But it is certainly worth keeping an eye on because, yeah, I, with 10-mile-an-hour winds, 10-degree temperatures, that is what Chicago Bear and Green Bay backer football is all about. It'll be very interesting to see where the line moves. Monitor it, guys. It is a market. We tell you this all the time. There is ebbs and flows to every market. The concept of the market is to buy low and sell high. That's the whole concept of the market. So find your spots. Get in. Get your numbers and get out. Another big divisional matchup in the AFC. How about the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers? The number five and six seeds right now. The two wildcard teams in the AFC. That's going to be a Sunday night showdown. And I can tell you this. This is another one of those games where there's been a lot of action, a lot of money, a lot of handle coming in on this. The line opened up with the Steelers at home, listed as a one and a half point home favorite. But, of course, the public has had uh, a little something to say about this. They can't believe the Steelers are favored. And more than three out of four bets right now that have come in on this game early in the week are grabbing the points with Buffalo. However, the pros are like, I don't think so. They are fading that trendy dog being the Buffalo Bills, and they are hammering the Steelers. That is why the line, three out of four bets are on Buffalo. But the line has moved to two and a half in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the only reason that happens, guys, is because some of those bigger money bettors, they are hammering the Steelers right now. And uh, very interesting. Pittsburgh finds themselves in that. And we've talked about this throughout the season, guys, that rare contrarian home favorite where the public loves the dog. Loves the trendy dog in the Buffalo Bills. This has been very profitable this year, especially in a primetime game. Uh, And this is the kind of moments and this is the point in the season where professional bettors love these opportunities and they hammer them. And they're doing so right now. Being able to get the home team, the favorite, and being able to fade the public at the same time. That is a contrarian better's dream, and that's what they've got going on right now with this Steelers-Buffalo Bills game getting ready to take place Sunday night. The total opened 37. It's already been dropped to 36 and a half. And again, we told you, don't look any further. Prime time under is 27 and 16 this season. Both teams have been ridiculously profitable to the under this year, guys. Listen to me. Both teams. 10 and 3 to the under. That is extremely profitable. Why? Got two mediocre at best offenses, but two lights out defenses, keeping totals to the under. And that should be, and it, it's a good time to remind you, I have a little gambling you here before we move on. Make it rain coming your way here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. When we give you these trends and when we talk about different uh, situational spots and we start going 69%, 53%, 58%, um, please don't make bets simply based upon, well, the unders in prime time, you said, are 63%. So it's got to be, no, 
No, no, no. You don't simply just put money at the window and put money down because a trend this year happens to be 60%, 61%, 62%. All that should do is send uh, is send a message to your brain going, you know what? I've got to dive into this and look a little bit further about this matchup. I know primetime unders have been very profitable this year. Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. First half unders, full game unders. They've been profitable, but they it's not 100%. It's 60%, which means it's a good place to start. Any of these trends that you hear on this network, any of these trends where you know, divisional matchups and divisional road dogs, and it's 60 here, it's 58%. All that means is that it's a great starting point for you to dive in and get a little more information. Because you might find that while the unders have been profitable in prime time, but you look at this matchup and go, there's no way these offenses won't be able to score. Or you might injuries and certain history between the two teams and the team co- or the two coaches. There's so much that goes into it. Simply making a bet because a trend, especially this year, says, well, this has been pretty profitable. That's not a very good long-term strategy to profit when it comes to sports investing. While trends are important, You will hear a lot of trend bettors simply make bets because of the trend. The trend says it's profitable. I'm going to do it. I would dare you to find a trend better long term that hasn't had the script flipped on him at some particular point. Because don't forget, in the NFL especially, things tend to have a way of evening themselves out over a 17 Week schedule, guys, you've got 17 weeks in the NFL. Teams that are so bad at one thing or one trend is going 10 and three, like we just told you, 10 and three. Well, 10 and three to the under, that being both Pittsburgh and Buffalo this year have been very profitable. That also, to me, sends off an alarm going, things tend to even out in the long run. Three weeks left. Could they be 10 and six? Yeah, to the under. Absolutely. So just be weary. It's great to have that knowledge. It's great when we talk trends, but it's not the end all be all. It is not a license or it is not simply a message for you to go and immediately play because this is what's been happening 60% of the time this year. All it is is a good starting point for you. It's all it ever should be. Do the homework and eventually... You'll be profitable when it's all said and done. That's all any of us can hope. All right, guys, coming up, we'll make it rain on the grid. Get ready for bowl season next. Sportsgrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Hannah Storm and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! So then you had to have practice players who were uh, called up there and dressed uh, for the game, uh, including guys like, you know... Boston Scott uh, to play in this game. Zach Ertz had to line up in uh, the wide receiver positions because, quite honestly, they didn't have anybody left after Alshon Jeffrey uh, went out, Whiteside went out. They they had nobody. Uh, They had really absolutely nobody to throw the ball to. One of the most unbelievable beat-up winning performances that we have seen of any team. But the Eagles, more importantly, And Carson Wentz, more importantly, when they needed to get the job done, he got the job done. 20 unanswered points in the second half to take it into overtime and win it. As you heard, completely uncovered. Zach Ertz, with under two minutes left to go in the game, tied it. And then, of course, on the opening drive, again, pretty much uncovered in the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of the New York Giants season. So, unfortunately... The Giants lost. Fortunately, those of you that back the Giants, they covered. And of course, fortunately for Giant fans around the world, you are still in the hunt for Chase Young. Ohio State's uh, defensive phenom who, quite honestly, will be able to get to the quarterback, unlike anybody on this roster of the New York Giants. You still suck. You'll still have the number two pick. And seeing how it is, you don't need a quarterback. At least I don't think you need a quarterback. Uh, you, uh, you're in pretty good shape here. So don't do anything crazy there, Elijah. Thank you very much for covering in the first half. Also, Giants, first half, getting six and a half points covered. Took a 17-3 lead in a halftime. Um, thank you very much for those primetime first half unders. Uh, appreciate that. Also, thank you for the primetime full game under, which we've been telling you about now as one of the most profitable bets all season long in the NFL. Yeah, the the teams, especially when you get two crap teams like we had last night, yep, yeah, yeah, they weren't going to score an awful lot of points. A lot of punts, though. Awful lot of punts last night, which was good. And we did get to hear one last time for uh, Eli at the podium after the game. Must have felt good to have to answer questions as a starting quarterback there, something he did for uh, years and years and years. But uh, here's what he had to say about his uh, his performance and uh, on uh, playing again in the NFL going and um, and win a football game so uh, played a lot of football games and and uh, you know know the offense and know what I'm supposed to do and um, you know made some good throws and, and you know uh, didn't make some plays that, that I needed to yeah come on giant fans you're gonna miss that voice aren't you you're gonna miss that be realistic what's up everybody this is Stephen A. Smith host of the Stephen A. Smith show podcast Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.